It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And here we go. Another podcast here. Wait, Ryan, NFL in London. Ryan just getting his phone down. Uh, a, a tough week, I would say. There's a lot of my betting didn't go as well as it as I wanted. Uh, uh, a lot of close games. There's a lot of blown calls, including which we'll get into the Patriots game, but a lot of things that uh, didn't go as the way we let thought. Let me get my tiny violin out first. Uh, uh, you should. You took Patriots a few losses game. as well. But, I um, did. Oh, of course. Yeah, man. Mm. I took a devastating loss. So I we'll go through. Ryan and I will go through all the games. We're at week 15 now, which means only three more weeks left in the regular season of the NFL. Some teams still in the hunt. Some teams out of the hunt. Um, some teams just screwed. Uh, and some just looking already, looking, watching the college draft picks, getting their well, scouting also hats the free on. Agency. Look at all the free agents you're going to have next year. Going to make plans for that, you know? Uh, there's talking with, if Chargers are looking towards Cam Newton. Uh, there was that rumor that was going on along today that maybe Cam would go somewhere. Cam's not going to want to go. He maybe would want to go to L.A., but not that Charger team. Who knows? Well, we'll, we'll get into that. You know, Brady, what's going to happen with him? Is he too old? Is he coming back? People are talking about linking him with other teams, and I don't know about that, but... Um, yeah, it's uh, those are just the way things are with people. It's all coming up Millhouse. It all coming up Millhouse. That's right. So we're gonna go through some of the games, some of the ones we predicted, some of the ones we didn't predict, but we'll go through all the games. Start first. Uh, Atlanta Falcons devastate the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this was one that was sort of anticipated by Ryan and I, I believe. Uh, I'm sure I picked Atlanta. You picked Atlanta you, to Ryan. win by seven, and I picked them to win by six, and they, and they both twenty. Won. Yeah, they won by twenty. <laughs> well, Easy beating right it's here. It's just because I think the Kyle Allen experiment is officially over. Uh, he had a nice little run. You know, a lot of quarterbacks have those nice little runs. He's definitely ensured himself that he's a capable backup yes. in the NFL, which, to be fair, one of the greatest jobs in sports. Yeah, if you think great about job. It, you just sit on the bench. You, you never get hurt. Mm-hmm. You get about $5 million minimum a year, and yeah. you're not going to play mostly. And if you get to play, everyone loves you. Yeah. Everyone loves the backup. Sure. You know, come out, be a hero for a game. It's, Look at all the quarterbacks. It is yeah, literally the greatest money. life. They so, made tons of money in this. So good for Kyle but, I think anyone who knows and anyone who's going to take that job is not going to take it thinking, oh, Kyle Allen's my quarterback. Because they need a new coach, um, and they've all pretty much given up, and the coach is going to say, do I want Cam Newton? Do I want a fresh start? Does the owner want Cam Newton? Because the owner kind of wants his... I think every owner kind of wants their own quarterback, that Tom Brady they grow up with. Sure. And he inherited Cam Newton. So I think it's just... I understand it. I think that's what's going wrong right now. So everyone in Carolina is just playing for their job. And Dan Quinn every week just saves his job one more week. So he keeps I, I think Atlanta, it's that big fear of like, oh my God, we're going to be stuck with Dan Quinn again for another yeah. year. Yeah. Well, and he keeps might. it going and Julio Jones came back. And obviously for Atlanta, who've been up and down, I mean, their offensive line has shown how weak and porous they can be, uh, but also how they can be scored on. And they were able to choke the uh, Carolina Panthers down. You know, obviously Christian McCaffrey, they were able to put the clamps on him. Hard to stop him totally, but 40 to 20. But that's all you got to do, right? Because you're not afraid that Kyle Allen's going to beat you with DJ Moore and, no. and Samuel. And Greg Olson, who's now just done, he's just waiting to get in that booth, that warm yeah. booth, which he'll be uh, next year. But again, Atlanta, I just think it's if you're an Atlanta fan, these are the wins where you're like, kind of just want that. Draft, better draft it because yeah. last year they had that pointless win in Tampa Bay and it dropped them back like six notches in the draft. Yeah. This stupid win. So this is the time of year, like even especially with that Joe Burrow kid yeah. coming up and the Bengals are like competitive now. It's like, oh, Bengals, don't blow this. Yeah, you get a chance to get another uh, Joe Burrow. It's like when you got Carson yeah. Palmer before he got hurt. Don't blow this and start playing well with Andy No, Palmer. exactly. You want, uh, you want Andy Dalton to get the flu or something like that. All right, we're going to your game next, Ryan. Yes. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills. This was a tight game. 
Uh, Buffalo was not able to choke it out. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, is injured as a result of this game. They're not sharing the extent of his injuries. Uh, Buffalo Bills, though, kept within seven points, but weren't able to thwart off the Baltimore Ravens, who continue <coughs> to stomp on, but Buffalo is still continuing in the hunt. Oh, man, this is a fresh. I was hammered watching this game. And all game, I was like, Lamar's not my MVP. Because they actually Bills did a really good job of shutting him down. If you think about it, yes, he had three touchdowns. Uh, but really, only the, the they only had about like, 250 yards of offense the whole game. Yeah. They really shut him down to like 100 yards. At that one big, at halftime, he had 39 yards. Yeah. Uh, so they did everything they were supposed to. They only kept him to a season low 43 yards rushing, like to keep Lamar to 43 yards rushing, oh, yeah. and under 200 yards passing, Buffalo, you got to give massive credit for that. They did it. And again, like usual, just like in the Patriots game weeks ago, Josh Allen let him down because the thing is, they were just blitzing him nonstop. Yeah. Every time Josh Allen stepped back, they were bringing the house, and he couldn't do anything. He just kept missing the balls over the top, and he just couldn't scare them enough to them to think we're not just going to keep blitzing you. No. Uh, so it was, it was you know what, I think Buffalo, they're not there yet, but they held in to the very end. It had a chance to tie it up with like one minute left against the Super Bowl favorite right now. So to me, there's no moral victories, but that's as close as it I, gets. You know, I think it was a good learning game for them. You know, it's something, as you know, it's, it's one of those things if you're done and dusted as a result of this game, but they're still on the hunt as a result of this. You know, it's like it's facing the dragon, getting bitten, knowing you lost, but knowing you could still come back and yeah. face that dragon again. And Josh Allen did not have a good game. He's <laughs> got to play better in situations like this. He had some costly drops. Uh, they were moving the ball right with Singletary, but again, it's just with the pressure, he just they just kept getting him three and out, three and out, three and out. So give the Ravens defense some yeah. credit. They're very underrated how good that defense is. But Buffalo did show that Lamar can be contained if you're yeah. smart and you just play your gaps and just don't let him, don't jump in like a maniac because he'll just yeah. make you miss. and you can injure him. And that was a good thing, but Buffalo was able to, you know, keep it a seven-point victory or a seven-point loss, which isn't that bad, uh, but still good for them, and they still move on. But Baltimore uh, continues to chunk up, moving <coughs> up further, especially with the New England loss. Moved to the next game, which was U-G-L-Y Ugly. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. The score uh, doesn't indicate it was. It's just an ugly game. I remember just the highlights. It's just ugly. Uh, Browns win against the Bengals. Um, Is this you just hating Ohio? Yeah, it just it was just <laughs> it, it just looked ugly. It just looked great. I don't know. It's it just the well, score. I remember it's, it is an ugly situation because right now you've got Odell, who's literally, they say, he's sports hernia. Yeah, yeah, now it's just, just like, Baker is this what going to be like every Tennessee. year? Yeah. Odell's just going to be like, can I go to another team until I, I yeah. get where I want? It's just getting ridiculous. Like, he hasn't been effective. He's having no. the worst career season of his career. Um, you, again, this is the problem with bringing in these massive egos with someone who can't oh, yeah. control it. We talked about the and start of the season. the thing is, when Odell's only happy when Odell's getting the ball and they're winning. Yeah. Yes, they beat the the Bengals, but again, it was closer than you would think because Dalton makes them more competitive. Yeah. Dalton loaded up. He was played really good at the start of the game, but Cleveland was able to come back. Um, but, uh, yeah. Again, again, these are just pointless victories for a, a Cleveland season. No, they're not technically out of it, but, you know, we're just waiting until <laughs> the death oh, yeah. blow. No, it, it's the death blow, and it's, it's you can feel it. It's the first brown snow of the wintertime, and, and it's hitting all over Ohio. Ohio's out of the playoffs, pretty much. We'll see if A.J. Green's playing next year. Well, what A.J.'s going to do. Hopefully he keeps us on. And Andy Dalton, what's going to happen next year and what's going to happen with everyone. You know, you don't. You wonder the, who's available uh, for the Bengals coming up this weekend. Listen, as you say, do you want to put more players in? Do you just want to coast it for a you got to get that number one pick, man. You want Joe Burrow. Like, uh, I think right now you got to be smart. But, again, they're playing uh, – the Giants are number two in the draft right now. Yeah. So 
you don't have to worry about that because the Giants aren't going to take a quarterback. No. Uh, but then again, what? Maybe not. Grab maybe. one and trade him. Grab yeah, one and trade him for two. Good. You know the Giants could grab one and trade him The Giants would get that Chase Young. That not, again, yeah. he's like literally one of the best defensive players yeah. in the last couple of years. So there's they especially that is a desperate position for the Giants. But anyway, yeah. they, could grab, they could grab an injured two up. This game, they could. So we move on to another game that was closer than it should have been. I mean, the original spread in this one, what did we have this See, month? this is why I said, remember how I said I kept betting against Washington and they kept covering yeah. and they did it again. And yeah. I think I said this it one, one more 12 time. And a half was point, like, 12 and a half point spread and you were like, no way, they're going to blow this away. And again, I said, no just way. like last week, this is almost exactly like last week against Carolina, Packers came out right out of the gate, 14 nothing, looking hot, looking great. Yes. And then nothing for like yeah. three quarters. And this has been like not the first time Green Bay has done this. Like Green Bay has done this a couple times where you're like, oh, Green Bay is looking good. And then the third quarter, you look up at the TV, you're like, they're still they're not 20, converting on third down. They're points. not moving. Like, yeah. Are they doing anything? Like, what is Matt LaFleur doing? Like, Green Bay <laughs> just doesn't look, even though they're the number two seed right now, they don't look. Scary. No, they're not. No one's scary of you getting. This is December. This is when you're you're supposed to be now playing your best football. Yeah. And beating the Washington Redskins twenty to fifteen at home cannot be no. a good feeling for Green Bay fans. Yeah, you know Washington's really coming alive in a lot of the plays that they're doing. They're having some fun with it, but also you look at McLaurin who's being used effectively. They're able to shut down that their defense is actually playing well above what I think that would anyone would expect of them this time of year. But, you know, the Packers, you're right. They're struggling. And when you have a team like Washington, you think this should be a gimme for a Green Bay Packers team. This would be a team, this would be a score the Chicago Bears should get, beating them by five points. Now, when you're 12 and a half points favorites and you barely beat them by five. So the Packers are going to have to face the Chicago Bears this week. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them because, as you say, when you're going through these weeks now, 15, 16, 17, people are playing on their heads. This is the last chance. And even if you're not playing on your heads, you're out of the game, you're out of the contest. You want to play to show off. You want to show off your skills for next season. So it's going to be interesting to see in this one. Uh, but Packers and, and Redskins, you know, limping along. Uh, and we moved to another game that was limping. <coughs> this score did not show what the game was this like. This was a shock. 38-24. to 24. Now, I bet on the Broncos to cover the Texans. I didn't bet on them to whoop the crap no, like, out of them. Well, I remember looking, Two different games I wasn't really paying attention to this game. And I remember I looked up at the screen, and it was like 21 nothing Denver. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Drew Locke yeah. is looking like the next John Elway out there. He was. John Elway was probably just rock hard that whole game, just watching, yeah, finally, yeah. one of my quarterbacks. Exactly, one of my 20 quarterbacks. That I've attempted to do this. But again, this is such a... You know how I'm always trashing on Bill O'Brien. You're at yeah. home. Yeah. You're at home. Losing to Drew Locke after you just beat the beat Patriots. The Patriots. It's, it's, it's like, what? This is the most quintessential Bill O'Brien game ever. Like, it's just like, now, again, who's afraid of Houston? I think any team <laughs> is like, please give me Houston in the playoffs. Like, yeah. As good as Deshaun Watson is, they're just not the same without Will Fuller. Like, yeah. Like, J.J. Hopkins is good, but they were just able to keep him a bit controlled. But I think they need Will Fuller. And Drew Locke, give him credit. He came out balling. Like, three touchdowns, 300 yards... Like, that's what you want out of a rookie yeah. quarterback. To go on the road and do that, I give him big credit for that. So I, I'm, I'm hoping Drew Locke plays better because it's better when teams have yeah, good quarterbacks. Yeah, it's good for him. I mean, look, you, you talked about the, the Patriots the week before, and I think the big thing that sort of you talk about is this Houston Texans defense who the week before was able to shut down and choke out the <laughs> Patriots. But then Not again, it's the hammered. Patriots offense that 
Uh, maybe that is an indictment of how bad the Patriots' it offense could actually is. But I mean, they were also focused on Brady. They weren't focused. I'm sorry, on but in my, like, I would hope that the Patriots' offense is better than the Drew Locke-led Denver. You would think so, but you would think when they faced the Texans, faced in New England, they were really focused on Brady. And this one, they just seemed to be focused on Philip Lindsay in the running game, and that's what torched them. They got torched by a lot of deep balls, and it didn't seem like they were really paying attention to this Houston, as you say. Not someone who's going to scare you. They, they it did end up only losing by 14. Uh, but when you're favored by nine and a half, and you're down by 35 points at one point, it's uh, it's not a big victory. Uh, we move on to another game that was sort of close, and this one was a 13 point, which ended up being a push. Detroit Lions lose to Minnesota uh, Minnesota Vikings 20 to seven. But again, this one, you know, Minnesota you would think would have more opportunities to put this one away, and they didn't. They were struggling a lot at this one at home. Uh, they couldn't get their running game. Um, you know, having some passing uh, problems as well. And, I mean, when you've got a Detroit team who basically has nobody, yeah. um, you know, this isn't a... I don't think this is a very fortunate score for Minnesota. You'd think that they'd come out and win this one by a lot more, but only winning this by 13, which was a push. Yeah, this just, again, this doesn't... Being a Detroit fan, this kind of just had that December feeling. It's got to be like, ugh. This is kind of feels like the way Detroit has been the last, like, four or five years. They've had a decimated of injury, yeah. which really killed them. But even without the injuries, they're not this dominant team. But they have... Matthew Stafford, Galladay looks good, and all these great players are playing. So it's like, yeah, let's. If I'm a Detroit fan, I'm like, let's just not win another game. Let's get a good draft pick, yeah. get another weapon, because they're a couple pieces away from being a really solid team. They just gotta first draft somebody who could get yeah. these guys in shape, get them stretching, get them healthier. But again, Kirk Cousins <laughs> does what he has to do against the teams that he always has to do it. But twenty to seven doesn't feel like a big confident feel... statement game. No, as we're moving on to, towards especially the when you're at home and you're moving on towards the playoffs, you're in a dome. You think you know this is a divisional rivalry. You should be pushing a lot harder on this one, especially and... when you got that Green Bay. You want to make that statement game. Yeah, they're going to play each other in a couple weeks, which is going to be an excellent game. It'd be a great game. But let's move on. And which one was the probably the best game to watch? Man, this game was game of the thriller. year. We had this one on as well when we were watching it. 49ers and the Saints, back and forth, back and forth. Jimmy G looked incredible in this game, uh, moving the ball around. He was he was firing it. He was able to come back. Uh, but this was a back and forth game um, that you know was just an amazing football to watch. Ninety four points in total. I know, right? This is one of those games. Every year, there's this game. Someone yeah. has this game every single year. Um, a couple of interesting things in this game is one: if you would have told me that Saints would get forty eight six points. And Alvin Kamara would only have 43 yards. Yeah. Total, like, total. I think it was only, like, he did nothing. They couldn't do anything. Drew Brees looked incredible, you know. Uh, even Jared Cook, right off the bat, two touchdowns yeah. and gets knocked out. But again, like you said, Jimmy G just looked great. And that 40, especially everyone was talking that 49ers defense. Yeah. Um, like, again, if they met in the playoffs, I guarantee you this game is 20 to 17. Yeah, it's right? a tight it's, game. This it's is just a, one of those games, yeah. weird games that sometimes you have in Madden. <laughs> That yeah. sometimes, like, a lot of times you're mad at games and you play your brother mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's 48-46. Yeah, just blowing it up. Actually, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G, I think, and and Emmanuel Sanders, who's throwing touchdowns, um, he has been an awesome trade. Yeah. I think New England's wishing, like, God, I wish we wish would have him for, effectively. I yeah. wish we would have traded for Emmanuel Sanders instead of Mohamed Sanu because yeah. they both gave up a second-round pick. <laughs> yeah. And Emmanuel Sanders looks incredible. He's ripping it. And so the Niners are fun. They're a fun team to watch. Jimmy G is looking good. And we still have the possibility of a Jimmy G Brady Super Bowl. There is actually... Oh, that would be exciting. Even though I do not want to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl, yeah. that would be exciting. But there, there is still that possibility. It still exists, obviously, with the Patriots. But, you know, as much as people count them out, we'll get to their game. You know, all of the missteps uh, that they have in their team and all the missteps that they have in total. 
This looks like it's still, uh, you know, still something gonna happen here. All right, <clears throat> move on to the next game. Man, this was a stinker that was close. New York Jets barely outlasting Miami Dolphins, 22 to 11. This was a stinky game. In terms of the field conditions, in terms of the way it was, um, and you're also talking about uh, the field, the kicker for Miami scored all 21 points. Yeah, which is insane, right? All Especially if, if you had that in fantasy, like yeah. the Miami kicker getting to 21 in the fantasy playoffs. Like, what a... Oh, yeah. And there's how many people are going to have them the final week. I would love to hear if there was someone who had them on his... Like, <clears throat> I'm going to take the, the Dolphins kicker and wins their pool by their kicker getting that And, and then points. you have this story that, yeah, so you have Le'Veon Bell who was a late scratch. He had the yeah. flu. And bowling. then there's a story that he's out bowling. Yeah. with. Uh, and first of all, like, I have many questions. Like, really, Le'Veon, but that's where you're going to go bowling? Yeah, somewhere public, somewhere we can have beer and food. And it's just like, like this is totally indicative of Adam Gates. Like, Adam, even when you listen to him, he's like, oh, well, what do you want me to do? It's just like yeah. Adam Gates has some control of the team because I'll tell you what, good coaches, if a guy is too sick to come to watch yeah. a team play or come play for them, he's too sick to go bowling yeah. and put your disgusting fingers into a bowling ball like a germ central. But it's it's and also that's it's a public just, <clears throat> it's a public thing that he's doing. He's going out in public where everyone showed, can see like, Jets, him. I think we're looking <clears throat> at a one and done with Levy yeah. and Bell. I think the problem is who's going to pick up that money? No one's going to want to pay $13 million. No. Uh, this has been a disaster because Alan Gates didn't even want Levy on Bell no. in the first place. So it's going to look like this is going to be a, an ugly divorce. But I don't see how, unless they're going to, they're not going to get anything unless they pay for like half the salary. Yeah, they're going to have to, they're going to have to give something up to give them away. And, you know, they're going to have to make that enticing. Otherwise, and Jets, possible. again, this is one of those ones <laughs> that probably if you're a Jets fan, knowing you're out of it, this just makes your draft pick worse. So you're probably pissed. But then yeah. you beat. But then again, you don't want to lose twice to the Dolphins. No. And and, yeah, and to get beaten only by a kicker. So. Yeah, it was one point. You know, it was a it, it was a red zone game, but an interesting one nonetheless. Here's a game. This one was back and forth. Indianapolis Colts losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jameis Winston uh, bangs up his hand in this one. Wondering to see if he'll be back. Thirty-eight to 35, 73 points in this game. Um, this was a uh, this was a tough one as this well. This is fun. This, this fun is game. what Tampa Bay does for you. This yeah. is what Tampa Bay gives you. Tampa Bay is one of the most fun teams to watch in the NFL. Um, There's really funny. I was listening to Bill Simmons, and he was saying that Jameis Winston is on pace. Oh no, not on pace. He could possibly become the first. NFL quarterback to do 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions in one year. Nice. Which would be amazing. He's seven away. Yeah. So he's got three games. Seven in each. Seven, in, seven picks in three games. He can do that. I James got faith in him for that. that. Yeah. James can do that. Seven picks in three games. We got a 30 and 30. Wow. That's the bad, that would be a great 30 for 30 documentary. 30. The 30 for 30 of the 30 so, for 30. So, again, so we'll, uh, this is James fighting for his job, <laughs> but good. Colts put up a big show. I actually, uh, this was a push, I yeah. think. Uh, ended up because I actually bet this yeah. in my real life yeah. uh, ticket. And I remember it was being a push, uh, but again, Tampa Bay came out strong, looked good. Then Colts fought. This was just a back and forth with uh, Mike Evans, who got a great touchdown, then pulls his hamstring. So yeah. again, the classic Mike Evans does something good, and then you get screwed. And he's and now you got to work now, for Godwin. Yeah. Um, but they're saying Godwin might be injured now as well. But again, it was one the Colts now that pretty much puts them out of it. Yeah. Uh, especially with the resurging Titans. Yeah. They got no chance. So Colts out. But again, this is what it's going to be an offseason of constantly Jimmy Ursay just rubbing uh, yeah. Andrew Luck's shoulders. Just giving yeah. him shoulder rubs. Come on rubs. back. You're not going to retire. Are you like going to come Joe back? Joe Biden come on back. shoulder rubs. 
Um, here's a game, man, this one, uh, LA Chargers 45, Jacksonville 10. This is a game I thought maybe Jacksonville put up a fight, but where do these Chargers come from? All of a sudden they start playing, it's like them and the Rams suddenly found this magic juice they used to have, and they're suddenly playing well. 45 points to 10. Melvin Gordon had a fantastic game in this one. Uh, and number 17, Phillip Rivers, <clears throat> also looking like a stud in this one. Uh, While well, Jacksonville, their defense from what it was a few years ago, know, it's right? absolutely a Well, wow, this is just a team that's given up, right? They're done with Doug Marone. Like, he's lost his team. You, you can't come back from this. 45-10 in December, that's, that's a team that's given up, uh, especially to an offense that hasn't been doing anything, to a quarterback where everyone says has been is is probably done in the yeah. NFL, questioning whether he can still do it. Again, and actually, and coming back from a game where they just did a Chargers, most Chargers loss ever. So, great to see them bounce back, but again, it means nothing. You're playing a team that, like, what, and then even next year, what did the Jaguars do? They're going back and forth with quarterbacks, and who are they going to play with? I think it's a disaster, Jacksonville, yeah. right now. This is maybe what Sean Khan wants. It's like, it just needs to fall apart to get them to London. It's like, sure. it has to be at the point where everyone gives up. Because London and, really wants a tanking team here. Everyone wants to go to a team that's Well, London's 16. used to a good loser, so don't... Yeah, we got uh, lots of losers around yeah. in the town. <clears throat> it's, a good, it's got that underdog vibe. It just seems weird that the Chargers were able to finally put this and execute this this plan of points together. I mean, obviously the Jacksonville is, is a crappy team, but you never think that Chargers would be one of these ones that would put up the 45 points or something like this. No, I didn't think so, but again, River they have the ability, yeah. they have the weapons. That's why it's been frustrating being a Chargers fan because they have like Joey Bosa and Mark and Melvin Ingram and then you have Keenan Allen, you have Melvin Gord, you have Philip Rivers, you have Henry Hunter, Henry, like you have everything in place that yeah. should make you a team. Derwin James, like there is no reason, it has to come down to coaching yeah. for the Chargers and it's like and and that stupid stadium and living situation that they're in. <laughs> yeah. I bet you if they were in San Diego, they're in the playoff hunt. Oh, they could be. I mean, obviously having a nice home team behind you and having that sort of feeling, but it's nothing that, you know, obviously Los Angeles has the number one homeless problem in America, and their NFL team is at the top of that one. Although millionaires being homeless, you don't really feel bad about yeah. that. Moving on to their next game, Duck Hodges is 3-0 in the NFL. That's right, he wins another game, this time dismantling... The hapless uh, uh, Arizona Cardinals in this one, 23-17. You know, although the the, char the Cardinals were not totally out of this one, uh, Pittsburgh was able to manhandle this one and hold on to us. Uh, but Pittsburgh has now moved on to 8-5. and five. Uh, Yeah, and uh, the one thing also, Mer Kyle Murray's last couple games, he's been very skittish. He's been turning it over. He's getting sacked a lot. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like that, that, confidence, there. Yeah. that confidence that he had at the beginning of the year. But again, going against that Steelers defense that just, that just blitzes. He doesn't have the offensive line. It's a, it's a real worry for, again, for a team like Buffalo. We have Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Yeah. That five and six battling each other this week. And you know Pittsburgh's going to do the same. They saw what, what happened. They're just going to yeah. rush them and keep doing it with T.J. Watt. They got yeah, all the they weapons. Got they got Mika Fitzpatrick yeah. and Joe Hayden, who's playing the best he's played in a while. So even with Duck Hodges, who's, yeah, okay, fine. He's 3-0, and but no one's, yeah. you know, that scared of Duck no. Hodges. Good thing is this week he's going to get Juju Smith-Schuster back. And Connor. Connor could like. come back. So uh, it's going to be a scary, tough game. But this was one Steelers needed to win. And yeah. just showing that all the talk about Mike Tomlin, just from a 1-4 start 
to being eight and five. You got to give them credit, especially in this division. You know, they're coasting and drifting right behind the the Baltimore Ravens. And you know, everyone was talking about just in this division how Cleveland was going to be the story this year. When you look at obviously Baltimore yeah. Ravens devastating everyone, but Pittsburgh coming through secondly in in a way that you know they can still push. And if they are able, they're two point favorites over Buffalo this week. You give Mike Tomlin that Cleveland team. That's a scary team. He's a disciplinarian, you know, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately he just had the most unruly people on his team before that. Uh, and he was able to get rid of them and, and now finally settle the ship. So, you know, big fan. I've always been a fan of Mike Tomlin. I think he's an intense guy. Gets a job done. And another win. And it'll be interesting to see if they can put three games together and go 11-5. and five. This is a Pittsburgh team that no one ever would have thought would do that. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to the next team. And, wow, these guys really showed their age. But the Kansas City Chiefs brought their defense to this game. And the New England Patriots had no answer for it. 23-16 to oh. 16 in a low-scoring affair. I fell asleep to a few times. From a hard Saturday. It was just a, it was a weird game because even right off the bat, like they're doing flea flickers. You know, they have to get the running back to throw. It's just New England just feel you just see it and die again. Everyone's talked about this. Everyone knows this. They just don't have any weapons. Like they don't have that over the threat. You know, yeah. they they had Josh Gordon. They let him go. They need Gronk. They didn't address tight end. It's like um, you think like, if you there's all these stories about Tom Brady potentially leaving and it's like Tom Brady's sitting there being like everything I've done for this team yeah I'm 43 years old and you stripped me bare and left me with nothing so yeah. like yes I had a great defense but it's like are you joking me these are my last good years and you got me nothing so I feel like I don't want to say I feel bad for Tom Brady because I don't. I found it hilarious that Patriots fans booed. Oh, that's them. so classless. Like, no, but it's like how dare you yeah. boo a team that has given you nine Super Bowl appearances, six, and you boo them, and you're ten and two. Yeah, <laughs> down twenty to seven. Wait, wait till you're your team and wait till what that Foxborough Stadium sounds like when Tom Brady retires. They should wait till when they go and they start putting together Sorry. some four and eleven seasons. Anyway, uh, a couple of things. <clears throat> Patrick Holmes, even though, yes, they did win, he still doesn't look right. Uh, They didn't look dominant. You know, you had um, Kelty, and and they really did a good job of taking Tyreek Hill out of the game. But, again, we have to talk about it. Patriots definitely got hosed. Yeah, Uh, they had Harry. They absolutely got hosed. The kill Harry definitely should be a touchdown. You should always just call it, and then it's going to get reviewed automatically if you don't know. Like, that was unfortunate. And, and of course, yeah, the fumble, blowing the, the whistle. Fumble as well, yeah. So you there were a few calls in this sucker. That yes, Patriots fans, you got screwed. Well, Everyone admits it, but you've, in your life, you've, you've been the beneficiaries of many calls. And now, every now and then, you're going to get a couple that come back and screw you. So, well, welcome to the NFL. No one feels yeah. sorry for you. <laughs> Moving on. On, as you would say, on to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. Oh, but otherwise, about. but we did need to talk about uh, Spygate, too. Oh, God. What's so, going yeah. on right now. So, so the Patriots, as people may have known, the Patriots were supposed to film a promo uh, for the NFL, but they were only supposed to film... No, for, it's for their own team. For their, their own team. For their Do Your Job. Oh, they, Do Your Job. That's right. Do Your Job. Do Your Job web series that they do, because they're, apparently they're doing one about like the... the um, the scout for the game ahead. It's like, oh yeah, that sounds like riveting television. So let's follow our scout Uh, of the game ahead as they filmed eight and a half minutes of play calling, of signals. Who knows? I don't know what to think about this. Like, of course, it's the Patriots. It's hilarious. Of course, this always happens to them. It could just be an unfortunate coincidence. Uh, But with the Patriots, but there's one bit of this that is that when it was the first Spygate, Apparently, they were told that if someone comes up to you, what you say is, is this part of a... Like, the exact yeah. excuse they gave this time was an excuse they were told to give sure. if they ever got busted. Yeah. So, 
NFL's got the video. If they say, you know, it's like, it's, I feel like we're in Trump. Like, release the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, the other thing that's going to happen the when you release tapes is obviously is you're going to have the audio from the crew. And the crew is going to probably be saying things. You're going to pick up things like, oh my gosh, we shouldn't be doing this. Oh my God, this is hilarious. Oh, I don't know. But yeah. the, at the end of it, though, you know, and having worked with stadiums and worked with teams before, I know that when you were there shooting something from a rival team, you were yeah. very limited in what you're allowed to do. So for them using this and taking this above and beyond, I mean, I've filmed yeah. at different football stadiums. You're only allowed in one area of the pitch. And, and you're only allowed to get so much stuff. And so if you're going over and filming this stuff, they have a remit not to shoot this. So they're obviously going and someone's like, hey, you're not supposed to shoot that. And they started shooting it. I would say also NFL teams, stop letting Patriots into your stadiums. Yeah. They got cameras. Before. Yeah. Like, they are not trustworthy. This is clearly, uh, we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. It, it'll be fun to see, but I don't I don't expect anything big to happen. No. It just what it does is it just gives everyone the ammunition that they need to say Patriots are cheaters. And, you know, they deserve it because they have cheated in the past. So Well, I mean, yeah, we're, still, feel we're still worrying them. to find out what's going to happen with Robert Kraft and, and the Rub and Tug. Uh, that was supposed to be big news, and that just sort of disappeared quicker than she did. Oh, it definitely disappeared. Yeah. Um, it's like billionaires get away with stuff. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Moving on to the next game. This game, hey, I thought this game would be playing a bit better. Uh, but the Tennessee Titans, Oakland was playing okay to begin with, but then losing Josh Jacobs. Man, that really hurt the game. That basically took yeah, all of the wind out of their sails. Tennessee Titans roll over them. Ryan Tannehill finding his young receivers just absolutely devastating. And as we talk about teams moving towards the playoff push, got to look at Tennessee Titans and an invigorated yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Um, they've got the momentum, in, and we talked about teams that build and have this rapport, but also have this ability they keep winning. And this is this Tennessee team is not one you really want to start facing. No, the next man, Tannehill's been awesome. Like you know, it's been really you know. It's actually nice to see when quarterbacks say, you know, sometimes it just is where they were playing. It could have been the coaches. Yeah. It's nice to see quarterbacks that I think it, that aren't just dead. Like, if you fail in one place, you fail everywhere. I think right now, Tannehill's going to stick around there. I think they're going to get rid of Mayorda. Yeah. And, and they lucked into a situation because they had chosen this quarterback who, for after four years, had looked like a bust. And after, most teams at that position... We're able to are usually uh, just fucked. Yeah, like they have no chance to get out of this. Luckily, they got uh, Tannehill for like nothing. Yeah. who was a first round pick, who's had a four thousand yard season. Oh yeah, he's gotten a big contract from Miami. He's had good seasons. So to see him come and do this with a good defense and Mike Vrabel, they're a scary team. I wouldn't want to mess with them. Uh, they got Der- Derek Henry is a guy in December yeah. who's gonna hurt you. Like you're gonna you tackle Derek Henry five, 20, five, 10 times a game. You're you're the one who's gonna feel it. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, well it's like the guys you, that famous. Well, I don't know if you saw the 49ers game when they were trying to take George Kittle down. It took three guys oh, to get him God. down. That, that was, was one of the best plays like, of the year. It, it, it looked like when you're someone's like tackle your tackle my dad everybody. Yeah, no one could. It was just like everyone. But yeah, you're right. They're playing very well. What I like about it, hardly any injuries. They've got this young team. That's the thing about Tennessee. Yeah, they're, they're quite young. A.J. Brown had a great yeah, game. Yeah, A.J. Brown. I picked him up in fantasy was, a few weeks ago. It was fun. Like, and Oakland just was just... I think this is the Oakland team we always thought they were. Like, yeah. To me, this is the Oakland team that I was like, yeah, okay, that's that's the Raiders that I think is that I think they are. So I don't I don't see anything much. The Oakland just doesn't have the defense. They stuck in it for a while, but once Tennessee got a couple turnovers, they forced it and it was over. Once Derrick Henry took over, the game was over. The game was over. And it'll be interesting because Tennessee has to face Houston in week four or week fifteen. And that's gonna be a great game. It's gonna be in Houston as well. So will they be able to hold off these surging Titans? Another team that's been surging and surging, oh my gosh, the LA Rams have been playing like the LA Rams of old. And in doing so, dismantled the Seattle Seahawks in a lovely night game. I watched this on uh, Monday morning. 
And man, 28 to 12 in this one. Jared Goff looked good, but the defense was really sticking up. Russell Wilson couldn't get anywhere. Yeah. No running game going on with regards to this Rams team. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on him. And Russell Wilson looked very flustered in this one. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Because all game, I was like uh, arguing with my buddy Andre. And I was like, because I, I was saying that I think Russell Wilson should be the NFL MVP. He's leading all statistical categories, yeah. the quarterback. His team is playing great. And 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 then uh, we got in a big fight about it. And then all of a sudden, the next morning, I look and I see the game Russell Wilson had. I was yeah. like, God damn it. Yeah. Right after I stuck up for you, Russ. But... I think for his MVP, that did hurt him. I think that probably gives Lamar the edge. But this is just more of a story of the Rams showing up. The again, Rams defense. Who's looking better. Yeah. They're getting – but are they going to be – is it going to be a too little too late? Um, they are one game behind, I think, um, Minnesota, who has the yeah. last one. So pretty much it, it could be insane. You could have like a – a tw- like eleven and five team not make the playoffs yeah. in the NFC, which is insane to think about. Uh, but we- Seattle, that's what was kind of disappointing. They had injuries. I think Clowney was out. Yeah. Um, and I think they lost uh, Richard Penny in the game. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna that's be a big, big injury because he was looking really good, and they had that one-two punch of Carson. So just just a bad day, Seattle. I think every now and then you just you're on the road with the desperate LA Rams scenes that has to win. You're just going to lose sometimes. The, and the Rams are a good team. They are, but they played... It seemed that the first few weeks, or the first half of the season, they didn't play with any vigor. They didn't play with... You know, the offensive line was off, losing Whitworth, losing, you know, the protection around Goff. Now, they've got it. They seem to be building this confidence that they had. And, you know, putting up even 28 points on Seattle, when they were putting up, you know, 40-plus point, 40 points last the start of last season. Now, doing this, you're like, okay, are you guys back? But is it too little too late? I think it is too late. Uh, you know, you've, you're getting well, this and building this. It's going to be tough. It's trying to establish it, but you know what? They could, if they can build on this momentum, uh, they won a couple, and if they can start knocking people off and knock people down, uh, then they might have a chance. They are playing yeah, the Cowboys not- next week. Ooh. So, and the Cowboys, this is, you know, they're favored by one. So, you know, I mean, the Rams are favored by one. So it's going to be in Dallas. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen, especially if Dak Prescott is injured. Moving on to our final game, moving right along. Philadelphia Eagles win in overtime. Uh, but, it, we, you know, Eli Manning came back. He yeah. wanted to play. He wanted to show. He took his loss. Unfortunately, though, he was at 500 in his career, I think, in wins and losses, and now he's a loss. And Philly was down 17-3 to at one yeah. point, just thinking, like, oh, my God, Philadelphia. Are we going to have, if you have, like, a freaking 6-10 and 10 division winner? Yeah. That'd be, like, you should be kicked out of the league if that happens. But Philly did a good job. You know what? They came back. Uh, they won. They're decimated. There was, actually, I read an article that said uh, potentially Josh McCown was was potentially might have to go in at receiver. Yeah, that's what Because they were yeah. so decimated yeah. with injuries. Like Alshon Jeffrey, who just looks like an old man. He looks like Robert De Niro in The Irishman. Yeah, running, trying to do the kick. Trying yeah. to kick. That's what Alshon you, Jeffrey you looks touch like. My <laughs> but again, I think Eli now, this is what hurts this, is Eli now is below 500 for his career. Yeah. So you can't go into the you can't go into the Hall of Fame if you're below 500 at no. the record. That's insane. Yeah. Even if you won two Super Bowls. Uh, so that's probably he's gonna have to come back get a couple wins to get that over to yeah. get it in the end because that's actually huge. So these next two games, if Eli plays, are gonna be massive. He's, he's gonna but have to win. Philly did what they had to do. They got the win. I still don't feel good about it. I still think Dallas can win the division because Philly is decimated and do not look good. Yeah, I mean, all of those division, it's all just horrible that NFC East. And you sort of go, why are they going to be in the same company when they get to the playoffs? Because when we do talk about other teams that may not make the playoffs, and you talk about you know the Rams or or Titans or people like that and go, yeah, what? Well, you have a great team like this that doesn't make it. Uh, but this will be a tough one for them. 
And, you know, coming up, they'll have to play on the Thursday night game, which Ryan and I will talk about tomorrow because Ryan is going No, off. we'll talk about town. We can talk about the Thursday game tonight. <laughs> we can do the now. Thursday game. We can do the preview. Well, we can do a preview if you we'll want do, We always do the Thursday game. Yeah, preview. we'll do the Thursday preview. Jets at Ravens. No. Uh, Jets, uh, obviously very hampered. Uh, we talked about them basically having Ooh, no one on 15. their team. And the Ravens, Ooh. favored by 15 points in this one. Uh, and this one will kick off Thursday night, Friday morning at 1.20 in the morning. Um, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson, uh, obviously the, the line was out and in on this one, but he is technically still hurt, they're saying. I think there's a couple of things. I think I think the Jets can actually do a good job of containing uh, Lamar. Jets have a really good run defense. Um, and I think the Bills showed what you can do if you're smart, if you if you just play really situational football, play your gaps, and don't just overcommit to Lamar. And I think you play really smart. I think the Jets don't have the secondary, so Lamar can beat them through the air. Uh, I think the Jets are going to cover this spread. Okay. Um, because I just feel 15 is a big number, right? Sam yeah. Darnold still is a good quarterback who... who can get some. He can move the ball up and down the field. You know, he's shown he's been able to do it. But this Ravens defense good. They're going to come at him, and they're going to see. We're going to see. See if Darnold sees ghosts again for the second time yeah. because that Baltimore defense is really going to come at them. I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be 27-14. 27-14. Just thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I think he will see ghosts in this one. It's a primetime game. And that's where Darnold sees yes, the ghosts. This is too much. You know, we talked about the Jets. You're not going to probably have Le'Veon Bell, right? He's not going to come back, I don't think. Well, is he playing? I don't know. Yeah, he's I think gotta be done. If he played bowling, he's over the flu. He's over yeah, the flu. Well, so we'll I see what happens. Even play. if he plays, he's not going to play in a very good. And we talked about this Baltimore defense. And you know what? They want to make a showcase because once you win this game, the great thing is having a Thursday night game this early in the, as the season as we move on to Saturday night games, you get more time on this one. And so you're looking at this one going, we're going to have another 10 days for the next week till next week. So... This is going to be a good one. This is a chance to pump them, dump them, and get ready for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, Baltimore's going to win. And so I've got Baltimore to win this one 35-17, a beating. Just a beating. Uh, but if you want to stay up and watch that one, go right ahead. Uh, no, I'm, we, not I'm not going to either. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Ryan and I will be back tomorrow. We're going to do our uh, Week 15 preview. Or Ryan heads off to the Caribbean, yes. and then I come back and Vacation I head off uh, to Canada. But uh, we will be doing podcasts throughout, although this will be our next one will be the last one together. I will be doing some other ones, and I will also be doing podcasts in Canada. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll have the Week 15 preview coming up. Enjoy, and good luck with your fantasy if you're still alive.